I'm sure to the liking of the rest of the FPO field, a certain Estonian is back on tour and uh, obviously getting the win in Portland. Joining her was Adam Hamas at the top of the MPO. A great, great showing uh, over there going into a playoff to determine the winner. Welcome back to another episode of Putt Stuff. As always, I'm your host, Devin Primrose, joined by my good buddies, Pete and Dalen. What is going on, fellas? First of all. Yeah, first of all. It's pronounced Adam Hamas. Same difference. It's the, What? You yell at Dalen for saying tatter all the time. Can yell at you for saying hummus. He's sure. not a uh he's not a dip. He's not a cracker dip. Fair. <laughs> uh second of all, if Kristen Tatar is the baddest bitch in disc golf, then uh Devin Primrose is the boringest bitch in disc golf. I just wanted to say that joke one time. Listen. While we're going through. I'm I'm just Making predictions. You guys both made predictions before me. You could have chosen Kristen Tatar. You didn't. You left her out there. I snatched her up. I, I, I picked her. So, you know, a win is a win. I don't care if it's boring or not. It's boring. It's really boring. I don't care. I got I got the prediction. It's it's unbelievably boring. Cool. Are, are you proud of yourself? Because of this pick. You literally won by Listen. picking the best person. Wow. I'm happy with it. You picked you picked Calvin Heimberg, did you not? No. No, he picked Ricky. <laughs> we we all did this. I went back and listened to it. I'm like, we literally all thought he picked Calvin, but no, he picked Ricky. <laughs> that is what happened. I mean Ricky's also one of the best disc golfers, so you know. I could call that pick boring. You can there's nothing boring about Ricky Wysocki. There's nothing How boring about Kristen Tatar either. You? How dare you imply that Ricky Wysocki could be boring? I'm not saying it's, that. I'm honestly, just saying I could argue I could argue good. that it's a boring pick, similar to the Tatar pick. But Tatar is fun to watch in the same sense that Ricky Wysocki is fun. I don't want to hear your shit, I mean, Pete. I, didn't, I, wasn't saying I love Kristen, how Peter gets in trouble and I don't. I wasn't saying Kristen <laughs> Tatar is boring to watch. It's just like it, it's like predicting the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at this point. Like you, you just know it's going to happen. Okay, you might yeah. as well switch it up. You know. <laughs> I think you're just speaking that dynasty into existence. Yep. Dynasty is not there yet, buddy. All right, and <laughs> and you still got to go out there and play four great rounds, which is what she did this weekend. And not only that. But Sayananda gave her a little bit of a run. I was rooting for. Yeah, her picking Sayananda is not boring. Cool. <laughs> I was rooting for Sayananda there at the end because Holland Hanley, of course, the one week I pick her, she has like the worst performance of the year so far. I told you it was a bold move. Well, she's usually <laughs> up there where Sayananda is. Yeah, but she can't get the win. That's the problem. You know who can? Kristen Tatar. Oh my God. You started this. Oh my god. Um I do want to shout out that well, I guess you can you can say, you know, how everybody placed first, but we did have a course record broken on the FPO side, but we'll we'll get there in a minute. All right. Well, yeah, to recap the uh the top five in the MPO and the FPO on the FPO side of things, in fifth, tied for fifth was 
Paige Pierce and Missy Gannon both at 13 under. And then you had in third uh, a tie between Owen Scoggins and Juliana Corver in second uh, at 19 under. And then Sayananda in second at 21 under and Chris, Kristen Tatar winning it at 25 under. Uh, over on the MPO side, tied for fifth, you had Alden Harris and James Proctor at 25 under. Isaac Robinson at 28 under in fourth. Corey Ellis at 29 under in third. And then we had the playoff between Adam Hammes and Aaron Gossage. Both shot 30 under. Uh, Hammes getting the better of Gossage in the playoff and getting the victory. The the right before the playoff, like hole 18 was wild because Hammes, I think he went out of bounds on the final hole and he had to make like a 70 foot putt or something to force like that sounds to right. force Aaron Gossage to make a putt to go to the, the playoff. Yeah. And nailed it. Absolutely just step putt pro nailed it. And then Aaron Gossage, I think his was in circle two and he was just short. One one thing about the playoff I do want to get into with these two was I think the fans, the gallery kind of determined the outcome a little bit because if you watch the footage of him preparing the shot, he Aaron Gossage is known for his forehand. True, yeah. And he was getting there ready to line it up, and you can see like the volunteers and everything at the event wanting to push back the uh, the gallery so he could have room to shoot a shot, but he eventually switched over to the backhand, which still got him up there, but put him just outside of his comfortable kind of putting range. And so I'm wondering if that like had anything to do with that outcome. I'm not saying like Adam Hammonds definitely deserves this win. It's just interesting to see with this golf as the gallery gets bigger and bigger if there's any kind of way to deal with that. Cause we've seen something similar last year with, is it Ledgestone open that has the bridge hole where they literally throw through a swing bridge. Mm. I'm trying to remember which one it is, but that it was, sounds, that sounds vaguely familiar, but there's cause you throw through the bridge onto an Island green and Gannon Burr threw one, and it went a little long, but it was starting to roll back. But there were people literally, like, a ton of people sitting on the OB line. And so, it like, the disc hit them and stopped the disc from rolling back in. This was memorable because he had to basically re-throw it from the tee and aced it for the par. Like, it was an incredible moment, but it's also... It might have cost him a stroke. So, it's... Interesting to see how they'll deal with that in the future. Um, yeah, with the gallery getting bigger and bigger for for these events, it it will be interesting to see if they start pushing the spectator the spectator line back, uh, just to keep keep people out of play. I mean, I know I know when I went down to uh, Champions Cup last month or month and a half ago, whatever however long it's been now, uh, there was multiple areas where the course wasn't even like roped off or anything. So I'm literally standing on the edge of the fairway, no rope holding me back, like nothing. Um, it's, it, you'll have volunteers and staff out there to try and keep an eye on spectators, but it's pretty much like 
honor system <laughs> as far as like staying out of the way. There was a couple of times where discs came towards where I was and you just kind of get out of the way, hope that, you know, they don't hit you. Obviously, if they hit you, like it's that like you're in play technically. Um, but yeah, it is. It is interesting that as the sport grows, oh. as these events get bigger, maybe they'll uh, start roping things off. I have an idea, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just put random groups of people on the fairway <laughs> as hazards. I mean, that's actually better than forced OB. Right? And it's like, hey, guys, that, yeah. if you land right here, you might kill a man. Like, just just put a bleacher full of people out there in the middle of the fairway. And yeah. then you get, you get a great view and, you know, possibly a free disc. Just, just yeah, and you're, you're and forced, you are forced OB. It's yeah. great. <laughs> I like and that idea. Go, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I hope someone's listening because this is maybe the greatest idea we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> you guys are worried about crowds getting bigger at the events, but we're the kind of people covering this. So I think we should be more worried about the crowds getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I like I want the crowds to be big is the problem is it's it's finding a balance. And yeah. We're not we're not the people with answers. We don't work for the the pro tour. We're just here to point out the problems, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was like like I said, Champions Cup was my first pro tour event um, that I've been to, and I was very surprised by the access that I had. Just as like, I mean, I I didn't buy a VIP or anything like that. I just had a general spectator ticket, and I was able to get you know. 10 feet from players and I, that was very surprising to me because i feel like in most other sports that would not be the case which has kind of the the point that disc golf is at now is that it's growing and these athletes are i would say they're getting like like the top tier ones are getting to be like mm, like very small time celebrities um, but the more the, the event grows, like the more you're going to have to worry about security for sure. I mean, Ricky Wysocki last year, I don't remember what team it was, but he was throwing first pitches for, yeah, uh, I believe it for an MLB team. I don't remember which one it was. Um, I would have to look it up, but well, I'm going to find out right now. Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I and I would say really, it's it's probably just him, Paul Macbeth. You could probably put James Conrad in there with like the notoriety he got because of the the shot. Yeah, the shot um, around the world. Maybe Calvin, maybe. Um, but outside of that, I would say Paige Pierce. Paige, yes, Paige Pierce is good. Is a good one. Um, you, you might be able to put Missy and Katrina up there with her, but. Maybe maybe Kristen Tatar, uh, but yeah. outside of that, like most other players, it's like, like the top five. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and they're only gonna be recognized by some people, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're like your average. The average person certainly isn't going to recognize them, and I would say even like the average sports fan is not going to recognize them. Um, but people who casually follow the sport would. Yeah, and it's like 
it's always a question, especially since this was an Elite Plus event, which we did find out when it started that uh, Elite Plus events, points-wise, are being treated like majors and playoffs. So they are 150% points. What is the point of that? Did they mention that on the broadcast? Maybe it's because it has a fourth day, but they didn't say specifically why they decided to do that. That's the only thing I could think of is the fact that it is a four-round tournament. There is, I mean, this was, what, the second or third tournament that had a a cut line? Like, I know that uh, for, for the final round on Sunday, there was only, like, 50 competitors, 40-something competitors. Um, versus the right hundred plus, uh, so maybe that's why. But I, I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's weird, unless you're just trying to incentivize players to play these tournaments to make them more of a spectacle. Maybe. Well, it also seems like a bunch of people skip a lot of the West Coast stuff because they don't want to travel that far. So I'm wondering if it's like, hey, if we got one of these tournaments that's worth this much out there, then maybe they'll play a lot of the other ones. I mean, Paul McBeth didn't give a shit. Yeah, he didn't. He was, did he's not over play in any Europe. of them. He's and over he's in still Europe. Not. Yeah, he's he's preparing for the European Open. He's over in Europe playing right now. No, he's just preparing for Worlds. That's all he cares about. As long as he gets that seventh World Championship, he doesn't care. I just don't... It doesn't make sense to me to have these... Because there's this one's an Elite Plus, and then what was the other one that we saw? I think it's Ledgestone. Which is also four-day. But there's other four-days that aren't... It's confused. It makes right, nothing right. make sense. LVC was four-day. That was the first one of the season, though, so I'm wondering if that's the only difference there, because... I think the only other four days are the majors and the playoffs. But it's just it's just weird to me to have these random these two random events in the middle of the season that are worth more but not as prestigious. Like it's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense unless you're trying to add prestige to them, which is fine, but I still feel like they could possibly want to make like add more majors eventually, but I don't know why. They I, can't, I I don't I know why they pointless. can't just do that. Well, I <laughs> I think it'd be pointless to add more majors, honestly. Uh, just as as a casual fan of other sports that have majors, I think the more you have it, it lessens the appeal of them. Yeah, um, it lessens the prestige. So keeping it at four, I think, is a great idea, um, but. I think those should be worth the most. I don't even think playoffs should should be on the same level as those because they're majors for a reason. They're the most prestigious or allegedly supposed to be the most prestigious event to win. Yeah. Well, again, we don't work for the Pro Tour, so we don't have Maybe the answers. We, should. we just point out the problems. Maybe we should. Um, let's, let's submit our applications. <laughs> <laughs> Over to FPO for a second. I, I hinted earlier that there was a uh, a record broken, and there was Owen Scoggins in the final round, shooting herself all the way up to third place with a 10 under, which is the course record for Guinevere East for FPO. So shout out to Owen Scoggins there. I think it ended up being a 1,000-rated round. Yeah, 10-13. So... Which own. is getting like 
still incredible getting you know happening more and more in the fpo but still an incredible feat to get a thousand rated round yes um speaking of a thousand rated round i gotta look up this stat i saw earlier um i think you shared it in the i think i did yeah follow the discord for more stats like this so this year after after this last event um just this season there are one two three four five six seven FPO players with thousand rated rounds this season, uh, with, with multiple thousand rated rounds. Um, Kristen Starr has ten. She has ten. The next highest is Katrina Allen with six. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that makes your pick seem even more boring. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, why is it bad to get the easy prediction? It's not bad. It's just boring. I didn't say you okay. did anything wrong. No one said you're wrong for your pick. We said you're boring we're, for your pick. Yeah, we're just I care about your gloating because it was a boring pick. So I'm just pointing out that we're we're watching some ridiculous play from Kristen Tatar. Like like maybe historically good. Uh, it's it's tough to tell because I feel like disc golf, especially in the state that it's in now, is still so young. Um, I think 10 years, 20 years down the road, like this would still be looked upon as a historically great season that we're watching from Kristen Starr. Uh, hot uh, take. Controversial take. Uh, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I I will say my, my, it, it, we are watching, we are watching history with her. It's just, it's fun to like kind of watch other people win sometimes. No, like, I, I'm uh, not disagreeing with that. Like, uh, right now, if anybody watches wrestling, you know, Roman Reigns has been the undisputed Boo. universal champion. I literally for, don't want to hear about this. Over a thousand days. And yeah, it's scripted, but like, it's that's still, like, the difference. Would, that's the difference. I would like scripted. to see someone else win now and again. But that's, you know, that's the thing. Vince doesn't, and that's why Roman is still at the top. This, uh, why that's the problem a, is that it's scripted. This golf is not. Let's stick to actual sports. Hey, guys, <laughs> disc golf is scripted. It, it could be. We don't know. Anyways, why in the hell do we just talk about wrestling when we're talking about, like, actual sports? <laughs> I'm not knocking wrestling if you enjoy it at all. Yeah. But it's a TV show. It was just yes. the best example I could think of. On it was a life. terrible example. It's like the fucking Patrick Mahomes. I'm tired of his shit. <laughs> hey, Patrick Mahomes is a damn good quarterback. I know he is, but I'm tired of watching him be good. I want to watch lots of people win. Not one guy win. Dalen, we watched like 15 years of Aaron Rodgers being great. Yeah, but he won very little. This, this is true. You make a good point. Of, sub, of substance, I should say. He won lots yeah. of games. Regardless. My lots point, of games, lots of personal accolades, but my no team. point was I saw a Kristen Tatar stat today that with her win, she has 12 total uh, FPO DGPT wins. I've... And that puts her, I think, in the top ten all time. And she's only I've been on the figured it out for a few years. I figured it out. Yeah. Paige Pierce is the Tom Brady of disc golf, of FPO disc golf. Kristen Tatar is Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. See, I don't Ooh. know because like no, it's a, actually, it makes perfect that's sense. That's a good example. I feel like Paige Pierce is still like one of the most 
talented. Like, cause yeah, that, so so yeah, is Tom Brady. Up Tom Brady until is he one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play. He just got old, and a new young gun who could throw further than him came in out of nowhere. But even but it, what this is this is gonna be Patrick Mahomes? What sixth season that he's going into this year? As a Seventh starter, season? yeah, yeah. So sixth season that he's going into. So he played five years with Brady in the league. Brady won a Super Bowl within those five years. Yeah. He won two. It's literally almost a perfect analogy he, look, because the, the young guy is incredible, but the old guy still gets it done sometimes. You just you just proved my point even more so that Tom Brady <laughs> was still competitive in in winning Super Bowls up until the day he retired. Which I, I don't know if I would call. This, I fucking hate that I'm having to say this right now, but he was competitive up until the day he retired. And Paige Pierce is the same way. Is she as dominant? anymore no she's not but she's still competitive she's still winning events tatar is just dominating currently which is what Tatar's Mahomes is different doing. he's she's it's, built yes, different, just yes. like Mahomes. damn estonians she's going to be the first thousand rated fpo player it's going to I happen i have to say paul Macbeth is absolutely the tom brady of mbo disc golf yeah and just as unlikable yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird like, I, I, odd I, I boring almost, guy I almost hate myself for how much I dislike Paul McBeth because I just don't like watching him play. I think that you want to talk about boring player. That's the definition of a it's boring not, player to it's me. It's never exciting. It's no. it's accurate. It's well-placed. It's a good idea. It's properly thrown. Yeah. But I don't want to watch a perfectly thrown 450-foot shot every time. Yeah. I'd want I to agree. watch a 600-foot flex shot that lands somewhere. <laughs> or a freaking Eagle McMahon no rollers. You know, grenade. All rollers that, all the time. An Eagle McMahon grenade that splits open a cameraman's head. Man, I just, I want a guy, I want guys who do something weird. I want to see a pig off yeah. the tee, you know? Which, which I will say this, it is interesting, the only time I've ever found Paul Macbeth to be fun to watch is when he's been forced to scramble in very unique ways. But that doesn't happen often just because of how damn good he is. This is why he's the Tom Brady is he's never in fun situations because right. he's so smart and careful. Yeah. But when he ends up in a situation that he's not used to, he pulls out the magic that he obviously has that he never right. has to use. Yep. Yeah, I like agreed. I like Ricky because Ricky will throw deep into the woods and then throw right out of him like he did it on purpose. <laughs> I was curious how Tatar's rating would go up after this event, but she only for the event she only got nine ninety three, which is two points higher, so she won't get to a thousand after this. But it seems like she's back on the tour full time now. So well, she's sure got another there. event this weekend that will help out help bump that rating up. Yeah, because ratings go up in yeah. the middle of the. This month, isn't right? my prediction. I'm not gonna choose her, but she's gonna win this weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's a very strong possibility. I have no doubt. the The field is thinned. It's it's weak. This course just makes sense because she's good at everything. Yeah, yeah. I hate her. <laughs> so who is? Your FPO pick. Is it pick time? Well, hold, hold on. Are, are we, are oh, we got to do points. Right. I thought I had a good segue. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, gun. You did, you did I was like, it's not. Segue. I knew it wasn't pick time, but that was a solid segue. <laughs> it's so good. De hold on, Devin. That segue was too good. Let's continue and then do points. 
We can't go out of order, guys. We yes, can't. we can. It's our we've podcast. Got, no, we've got to finish. Is the podcast the police going to come and get us? Let it, me just. Let me just. It's ruined now. I. It's ruined. It's fine. Let's just do the point. Devin ruined it. <laughs> All right. Your DGPT points standings update uh, on the FPO side. The top five is largely uh, the same. Just a couple of of moving pieces uh, as far as placements, but. Still sitting at number one is Kristen Tatar. In second is Owen Scoggins. Third, Ella Hansen. Fourth, Katrina Allen. And fifth is Holland Hanley. I believe that's the exact same top five. Just again, uh, movement within the top five. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Same top five. I was going to say because Holland Hanley was higher. And you can see yeah. with the 150% points how much that hurt Holland Hanley to not have a good round this week. Yeah. And Ella Hansen Maybe. was in fourth. She moves up to third. On the MPO side, still sitting at the top is Calvin Heimberg, Gannon Burr in second, Isaac Robinson holding down the third spot, James Proctor moves up to fourth, and Anthony Barilla sneaking into the top five. I think that's the first time he's been in the top five all season. Yeah, Eagle McMahon unfortunately re-injured himself in the first round and had to drop out so everybody passed him on one of the biggest points things of the year same with kyle klein kyle klein also i don't know if he re-injured himself or what but he also dropped out after the first round so but they're still sitting high up there at sixth and seventh so hopefully if they recover and uh get back in it they'll still be in a good qualifier for the end of the year yeah here's hoping those two guys are, are needed on the tour that they're fun guys to watch so hopefully it's nothing too serious Okay, now we can officially turn our attention to the Zoo Town Open, which I think this is a first-time uh, event on the Pro Tour. It's a Silver Series, and it's in Montana, which is weird because Montana yeah, has Montana. nothing. Uh, that's not true. Hey, my godparents live in Montana. Montana has all kinds of stuff. What does Montana like, have? Um, Yellowstone? Yellowstone? Montana has... Montana has the smallest little corner of Yellowstone. The Montana majority of Yellowstone's is in Wyoming. Beautiful. Yeah, but nothing. Oh, no, I agree. I agree, but nobody's um, there. Missoula, Montana. Um, the this disc golf course is in Montana. Um, what disc golf course are we at this week? I can't think of a single city other than Missoula in Montana right now. <laughs> not one. Not one <laughs> single city. The course they're playing, so there are multiple courses on the property, but from what I could tell, they're just sticking with the Blue Mountain layout because I think that's their pro level. The other ones on the course are more, like, everyone-friendly. So, yeah, they're sticking with the, which is our second uh, Blue Mountain on tour so far this year. Uh, we did have the Blue Ridge open earlier, uh, or Blue Ridge Challenge, whatever it was called. Blue Ridge Championship. Blue Ridge Championship, that one. Thank you. So, yeah. The Zoo Town Open in Montana on the Blue Mountain Golf Course. I was able, I don't know how often they do this, if they do it every year or if they brought it back. I know it hasn't been on the Pro Tour before, but Central Coast Disc Golf did cover it in 2018 and 2019. Mm. And while the layout is definitely different, it is still honestly one of the prettiest courses I've seen played. Um, Kind of like Blue Ridge, except a bit more elevation. It's pretty split. Like, the front nine are pretty much completely in the woods. 
the back nine is a little more open, but still you got some trees and some some OB to navigate. Um, it's a pretty short course too. I don't remember what the shortest one on tour was, but this is for MPO only eight thousand one hundred eighty-eight feet. So um, definitely more of a technical course than a distance course. So we'll see who that favors as we move into Zoo Town Open. Yeah, should be should be fun to check out and uh, and see. Yeah, I I always love watching new courses, um, but I'm always a little bit weary of whether or not they'll be fun to watch or boring to watch. Uh, but I'm I'm hopeful for for the Montana course for sure. I'm just worried for the uh, how the coverage is going to look on the front nine because I know true. they don't have a good history of uh, being able to see clearly in the woods. So. So by the time they get to like hole seven, hole eight, kind of looks like where it really starts to open up. So hopefully by then we, the coverage yeah. is good for the rest of the round. But that's just something to keep an eye on for. If you got to miss part of it, miss the first part. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bozeman. Yeah, that's 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 a, a that's a city in Montana. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Isn't isn't Billings, the capital, is that right? Billings is also a city of Montana. You're correct. And uh, Butte. Wow. I remember two whole... I've been to Montana, and it took me this long to think of two cities. <laughs> I mean, I've been through a little section of Montana as well. Um, I saw wild horses in Montana leaving Yellowstone. <laughs> Driving was... through Montana leaving Yellowstone was the most beautiful part. Yeah, I mean it's uh, that whole area of the country is it's unexplainable. Beautiful. If anyone wants to know where they should go, it's it's Yellowstone. 100%. I've I'm, never I agree liked with you 1, anywhere more in my I've whole life. I've been told I've been to Montana. I don't remember it, but I've been told Well, you I've should go to Yellowstone because it's yes, you should. real cool. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible. I don't think we made it quite there. I was really little when we went, and same thing. I was told that I've been to Mount Rushmore, but I don't, oh. I don't remember oh. it. Also, uh, I was wrong. The capital of Montana is not Billings; it's Helena. So, oh, there we go. Also, a city in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> we are so good at cities in Montana. If you're from Can Montana, I'm picks? So this sorry. is getting weird. <laughs> we're just we're killing it at geography over here. Is there any FPO players from Montana? There's three of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are three of them. Yeah. There's one from Missoula, Montana, that's playing in this tournament. Yeah, but the one from Missoula is not rated as high as the one who's not from Missoula. <laughs> the risk you gotta Victoria take. Victoria Gannon, do you think that hey. she's related to Missy? Could be. It's a risk possibly. you gotta take. I mean, she's the lowest rated player on the FPO side, but you know, she's only been a member since 2021. So maybe it's like her kid. I'll I'll say this: she's not a boring pick. Yeah, well, I'm gonna not <laughs> pick this random person. I'm gonna pick uh, Sayananda. You son of a bitch. You son of a excuse me. You're, you're, you're forcing you're right. me. You're forcing me to be boring. Okay, pick someone else. Don't be boring. Suck it up. I listen, I didn't I wanted to pick someone else from t- okay. besides Tatar. I wanted to go Sai. You just took her. So, you know, I'll i I'll do what I gotta do and I'll take the win in whatever fashion I gotta take it. 
I hate what I'm about to say for MPO. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I feel like but, I feel like you're about to take my MPO guy too. I think I might. <laughs> I hate it, but you it's son the son of a bitch. It's wooded. It's the shortest course <laughs> I've ever seen on a on a pro tour event. I'm gonna pick vanilla ice cream. Oh my gosh. I, I don't love like him. this pick. I don't like him, but I know that he's going to do real good. <laughs> I literally, like, I want to share this Google Doc that I have with you because I write down my MPO and FPO predictions every single week before we start the podcast, hey. except for last week. And literally, MPO, Isaac Robinson, FPO, Sayananda. So now Dude, I got to do it on what, the fly. What's funny is I actually have access to that document. <laughs> but no i what's funny is you plan ahead and actually put thought into these things and yeah, i too. think of them about 40 seconds before i say them yeah the f the fpo is pretty thin so i i figured you were either going to take cyananda or one other person so it's all good i mean mpo's kind of small too like there's still it, there's still heavy hitters thin. No one wants yeah. to go to Missouri or to Montana. Yeah. I want to go to Montana. I mean, if if you're looking for a week off from the tour, like, this is the week to take off, if we're being honest. So. All right. Well, Dalen stole my picks. Who you got, Pete? If you're... You know what? I don't want you to be butthurt. Why don't you go first? Oh, 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 you, you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, I'm sick and tired of being like, you somebody stole me. my pick, I did just unintentionally absolutely screw you, so you should probably you get did. to go second. Yeah, I also unintentionally do it every time, and guess what? He, up, I get Peter. in trouble. No one cares. Listen, I get Listen. in trouble, and you don't, and I don't know why. Yeah, because he likes me more. I don't know why. You suck. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I could just be the most boringest person and take Vinny and Kristen. You could. I could do this. Those were almost my picks. Ask Peter, he has text message proof. <laughs> I said, and I quote, fuck Devin, give me Vinny and Tatar. <laughs> Let me see if I can get the double win, just like Pete did. No, Pete, you did it with... with Less boring pick, so congrats to you. But <laughs> I'm gonna go Calvin Heimberg on the MPO side and Kristen Tatar on the FPO side. <laughs> let's, I see, I, let's see I what kind of yourself. magic happens. All right, Pete. Over Peter, to you, buddy. Don't so don't much. pick out of protest. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Don't pick. Just say no. I'm not picking because you are a the loser protest, and boring. What is the protest going to do? What's the protest going to do between three people? I also didn't pick anyone. My picks are void. We didn't pick. Congrats <laughs> on your win, Devin. No, it's fine. I'll just beat him this weekend. We'll get to those picks in a minute. But um, I got a couple options here. I think I not am, many. Not many. But I got a couple options for FPO. I think I'm going to go with someone who played well this past week and is 
I, I'm not good at geography, but I know she's from at least that side of the country. Wow. Yep. <laughs> she's from Dalen's home state. I'm going to go with Juliana Corver for FPO. Interesting. She just finished you know, it's uh, tied, for, tied for third. It's smart because she's older. Yeah, and she doesn't have to worry so, about distance. She just has to worry about shot Distance shape. is significantly less important. Yeah, it's also super smart because Iowa and Montana are right next to each other. They're not even close, I want to clarify. <laughs> You're thinking of Idaho. <laughs> I did the same thing. No, been... I wasn't thinking of it. You said she's from that part of the country. He I knew you were super wrong. I said that side. They're both in the <laughs> West. No, <laughs> I was in the Midwest. I Montana's in the Northwest. She's over yeah, 50 West. years old. <laughs> West. <laughs> She's over fifty, West. and what's the what's the elevation that we're looking at? Thirty nine floors. Thirty nine floors of elevation. Hey, fifty's not a deal breaker anymore. Okay, he is. I'm thirty one, and I have to sit mom. down after I go up the stairs sometimes. Yeah, but she's a <laughs> professional athlete. You are Dalen, even. <laughs> wow, did you just dox me? Yeah. I, I think I said Devin's last name too on this on this show already. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Peter Strauss? It's not my right. real name. Can't prove it. MPO side. Uh yeah, so Juliana Corver for the FPO. Weird pick. It's very weird pick. Yeah. Not a lot of options on the FPO side. Ooh, let's find an old man. There's, pick there's, an old man. Like you say there's not a lot of options, but Katrina Allen's still out there. Missy Gannon, Cat Merch. Like there's yeah, but there's some I decent... have morals and don't pick people who are on a certain list. So um, Hannah Wynn? Pick Jeremy Colling. She's on the list. Okay. The only other options I think was Missy Gannon and Holly Finley. The, why would you take Juliana Corver over Missy Gannon? Because I'm fun, Devin. <laughs> that's not fun, that's God. stupid. <laughs> No, I think she'll do well. I think she'll be fine. Like I said, not a lot of distance. Okay. I can't anymore. Say your MPO picks so we can wrap this shit up. I'm done. Uh, MPO, I'm going to go... I don't really have a good reason. I'm just going to go Gannon Burr because I feel like he's been due for another win. He's also from Iowa, which is super interesting. So... I just want to point out, you're taking the second highest rated competitor in the event. Yeah. Okay. How many tournaments has Gannon Burr won this year? Two. And how many has Kristen Tatar won this year? Okay. Well, Kristen Tatar is my in case. Her, Kristen Tatar is in her own, like her own class. I rest. But my Vinny, case. Vinny, I think, has won three or four, and Gannon's won like two or three. Gannon's so, one, Vinny's two, one three. Vinny's one three. Okay, so I don't want to hear shit about Vinny being a safe pick. Make like, like give me hell for picking Tatar all you want. I'm okay with that. But Vinny is not a boring pick. It's fair. Vinny's not a safe pick. That's the FPO. The MPO has a lot more. Um, yeah. Oh my god, the word that I can't remember. <laughs> uh, what's that called? It, they use it in football all the time. Talking about parody. Parody, thank you. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> All right. But yeah, Ken Burr, uh, Julian and Corver, the Iowa duo, lock it in. Cool. They're from the uncool side of Iowa, though. Are they? Yeah. Is Urbandale not cool? I actually don't know where Urbandale but is, it's, but it's Urbandale. So it's I was gonna say be, it sounds got to be hip. <laughs> sounds pretty hip. <laughs> if you're west of Des Moines, you suck. Corver is from Orange City. Yeah, that's right outside of like uh, Sioux City, like way west. Right. Oh, Urbandale is a suburb of Des Moines, so yeah, terrible place. <laughs> uh, Dalen, you have one more prediction, my friend. Oh, do I? You do. Allegedly. Well, I can say this. You're both going to lose the tournament. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You're probably right. But I have a, I have something, con- I have a controversial pick this week. Okay. Dude. I think Peter's going to win. Aha. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. don't you mm-hmm me. Mm-hmm. Devin, what happened when we put? Don't get into the details. The details will cheapen the experience. So, so something is definitely going on with your mic, Pete. Just to yeah. point out, like that's the second time you've cut out. But uh, yeah, okay, you beat me at Soxy, and you beat me the last time we played Splinter together. But I'm getting back in my groove, man. Yeah, but also you've never even seen Arrowhead. I've seen the caddy book for Arrowhead. It's it's a very long course. It's not that long. It's not short. Well, yeah, it's sure. longer than the other two courses. Uh, yeah, sure. I know for a fact that Peter has a distance advantage over you. No. Most of the time. No. Also. I don't believe that. You can't throw forehands or rollers, so. You can't throw backhands. He can throw I, a. I can throw a backhand. I can when it's wide open, like it will be at Arrowhead. <laughs> also, I don't I, need to throw forehands. I've watched Devin throw wide open holes, and he's fine at them. The only holes Peter is good at are wide open ones. I think okay. the Arrowhead advantage goes to Peter for sure, and I don't don't doubt that at all. Except if I'm for, wrong, I'm wrong because I'm not for, very smart. Except for that we've hey, got to throw is over my water. Mo- this is my moment. Except for that we've got to throw over water, and Pete, water gets in his head. Does it? Everything gets into Pete's head. Exactly. Everything. Anyways, back to my point. Peter's going to win. It's going to be a... They're going to both score high. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> three you... different courses. All three of them hard in different ways. It's going to be a bloodbath. And Devin, being distracted by many things in his life, will fall behind a little bit. <laughs> there are 34 competitors in the MA3 division. If, yeah, if give us give us a placement. Uh, and, 34? And, and a score. I want, I want to know what your score prediction is for each of us. I don't placement. feel comfortable scoring this. I if it like helps, Dalen... Yes, tell me your score last year. Last year, I got a plus 30, so I averaged Ooh. plus 10 at, at each yeah. round, essentially. Yeah, that's ex- that's what I was thinking. Uh, I'm going to go, Peter wins in 26th place at plus mm-hmm. 31. 
Because he has an absolute meltdown at Soxty. Okay? I'm still gonna do worse than last year. <laughs> yes, you did. You're not getting better. Devin, great my last tournament comes in 28th. This is bullshit. Tied with someone at plus 33 because he had an absolute meltdown at Arrowhead and threw into a lake like six times. This is this is bullshit. I just, I just want that to be known. I feel like I've played way more courses throwing over water than Pete has ever. Um, why my I don't care about water. But that's that's what he I'm saying. saying that's water. Like, because are you gonna there, go swimming? Oh no, there, no, there's alligators. Watch out! Shut up. Because this is there my are, time. Because... I don't come here to fight. I come here to pick. Stop trying to tell me who to pick. You're not going to influence my decision. I don't care what you have to say. That's fine. Be quiet. That's fine. Sit down. I'm this just... is my segment. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nope. I don't care what you're saying. This is my segment. You can talk during your segment. I feel like you're not taking into account the water factor of Arrowhead and, and how much I more never, comfortable I am. I never take anything into account. That's fair. Nothing. Not a single thing. I didn't consider what you're actually going to score. I made up numbers and picked what I thought would be funny. <laughs> I'm still saying this is bullshit. I yeah, well, I agree with your picks, Dalen. <laughs> I'm about to change it. <laughs> I'm tired of you guys. Uh, roll the music. <laughs> do we have outro music? Yeah, yeah we do. Okay. Yeah, like you had never listened to the podcast before. I do, I but I don't pay attention after you say goodbye. <laughs> well, speaking of saying goodbye, uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in and listening uh, in whatever format you are doing. So uh, if you can, just go ahead and follow us on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Uh, leave us a review if that's an option. That'd be awesome. Uh, you can also follow our socials. Our socials. Uh, we're on Facebook at Put Stuff Pod. We're on Instagram at Put Stuff Pod. We have other socials in the works, allegedly at some point, possibly. Who knows? Devin's distracted. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we also have a Discord, kind of. Uh, so come hop into that. It's in the description of the episode. Um, but we thank you. We love you, and we will see you next week for the Dynamic Discs Open. Good job.